Hello and welcome to the Hearts Review with me, Ross McLeod and Gordon Senior. Joining us this week is Spencer to discuss Rangers in the Scottish Cup, preview the Derby and Motherwell, and continue to pick our banter 11. So, how are we this week, guys? Uh, a bit rough, to, to be honest with you, after yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was not expecting to be sitting here. Scottish Cup semi-finalist, I'm not going to lie. No, that, that is a good point, Gordon. That's, I just can't believe we won. I, 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 didn't, I, <laughs> I had a feeling when I went into the ground, and we, we said this after, that I've just got a feeling that, I had a feeling that we might just do it. Yeah. We see yeah. the Rangers team... I don't know. I just, I just, it just had that sort of air to it. The place. I, I kind of thought it was maybe the alcohol that was kicking in. To be honest with you, but it's yeah, funny maybe. because I, I said to to a pal of mine who's a a non heart supporting friend. There's not many of them that I've got, but I said to him, I says, um, there's this, something. This there's friend some, is also a St Johnston fan as well. There's not many of them too. Well, th- th- this is it. Yeah, I was hoping they were going to do us a, a wee favour today, but unfortunately, it wasn't to be. Um, no, I I said to him, I says. Uh, after that Rangers, you seen the Rangers team, I thought, I'm I'm slightly more optimistic now. And he says, I wouldn't count your chickens. I said, well, I, I never really do, but it's hearts. We're a weird club. We do these sort of things. Yeah, as I say, that two wins now against Rangers um, in a matter of weeks. It's um, Daniel Stendel definitely has Stephen Gerrard on toast, doesn't he? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, it's a weird one because I think we've now won as many games against Rangers as we have, well, equally, as the many league yeah. games we've won this yeah. season. Weird, very weird. Especially considering the fact, like, you look at the record before that against them, compared to since Levine's left and Stendhal's came in. and Incredibly weird, I have to admit. But, uh, no, listen, a, a great win, a great performance, and uh, absolutely, I'm, I'm quite happy to have this hangover today. Yeah, it was a great win. Uh, first of all, it's good to be back. Nice to see you again, gentlemen. Uh, could I just quickly say hello to Dan and Sherry over in Denver, Colorado? They're uh, our American listeners. They love the show. They actually watched the game yesterday. They were very happy. Oh, hearts, very good. hearts won. Oh, so big hello to them. Come on with the Denver Broncos. Uh, yeah, so delighted with the the win. I actually watched it on the telly. I didn't make it to the game. Um, more fake t- fan. Yeah, I mean, I, I was very close. I finished work at four o'clock yesterday, and as the bus was going along, Gorgie, about half past four, an hour before the game, I seen people outside. I, I was very tempted to get off and, and go buy a ticket, but I decided not to. Um, I didn't expect too much. I was actually really, really surprised with the, uh, the the performance. I thought the first 20 minutes or so, 25 minutes, was a bit boring. I didn't think it was going to be a great game, and then it sort of just sprung into life a little bit. Yeah, it did. I, mean, I, I th- I sort of thought to myself, if you can get past the first 10 minutes, not concede, because we normally do concede within the first 10 minutes mm. at Tincastle, then we would have an opportunity to actually go and express ourselves in the game. Yeah. So it, it kind of just uh, sprung into life a little bit. Um, you know, it was a couple of... We should have had a penalty, you know, right right, right at the end of the first half. That that, that was a clear handball. Um and then, then obviously there was that scenario with the with the goal, <laughs> which, which I seen right away. I don't know what you, if you guys thought oh. it was in at the time or, or what, but watching it on the telly, you could see that right away. Just the two hands, you know, was, going up in it. What was funny about that is um, we didn't quite know if it was a goal, but I just started going limbs anyway because I thought, well, might not get a chance to go limbs. So yeah, I've just I just decided it's a goal, but. It clearly wasn't a goal. Well, <laughs> I, back. Yeah, I mean, I, it's weird because I seen a hand kind of go yeah, up, but I didn't yeah. know whose hand it was. 
So I, I wasn't sure what had happened. I thought as he gave it, but because he took that long, and it was the way it the Rangers, forever. it was the way the Rangers players kind of surrounded him. You yeah. thought, oh, he must have gave the goal because you know they're going absolutely mental. Didn't realise they were desperate for Demur to get sent off. Um, I thought overall, Stephen McLean had a terrible game again. To be fair, he gave Rangers absolutely everything the, the last time. I think this time he was uh, slightly more down the middle in terms of his poor decisions because yeah, yeah. I think if you analyse them all, um, I think you, you look back at the, the first kind of decision within the first couple of minutes when yeah, yeah. Ryan Jack went in on... Um, who what was it? Was it Claire or... or yeah, it was yeah, some, yeah. Something like that. And Hearts yeah, actually broke Clark. away. They, they could have played advantage. Um, but unfortunately, he, he, he brought it back and he didn't even book Ryan Jack, which that, yeah. that's the first thing that kind of annoyed me more than anything. Um, but, I mean, I thought I thought he was just... Just some of his decisions were weird. The penalty, how he doesn't see that, I'll never know. I appreciate he might have been at a slightly yeah, difficult yeah. angle. And the thing is, with, with the decisions as well, you know, if, if you look at it, the Moore should have been sent off. 100%. 100%. He should, he should have been off, you know, yeah. He should be off, and it just shows you again the, he could, he could, I the, thought the he, lack he, of good referee. He could have given away a penalty as well. Yep. Um, I think I think it was Ryan Kent he went in on him. For me, that that's a pen, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, the, the good thing is it's all right sitting here now and talking about these decisions. Having won the game. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think it would have been different if we had lost or if we'd even been taken to a replay. Um, the, the Rangers' performance was weird. Credit to, to Daniel Stendhal, first and foremost, because I thought the way Hearts set up was excellent. I think the way Rangers set up, they, they assumed that Hearts were going to be gung-ho like they had been against yeah. Hamilton and teams like that. They, they just assumed that Stendhal had no plan B. He's just going to go into this game, we're going to play the high the high line, and they'll just pick us off on the break, yeah. no bother at all. I mean, against a team like Rangers, I know, I know they've been through a bit of a sticky patch, especially in the league, but you know these, these are UEFA... Well, Europa League last sixteen. Last yeah. sixteen. Do you know what I mean they're a good team? Totally. They're, they're no mugs, and yeah. but I mean the the fact of the matter is I thought Gerard totally underestimated Hearts and Stendhal. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. By by his team selection first and foremost, and the way they set up, and he didn't even change it when they seen that Hearts had just went a solid four four two. Hearts kept it, you know, two banks of four. They knew their jobs. They yep. were they were solid, and they knew when when to press Rangers at the right time and I think that's maybe been the problem with Hearts recently and it's like they say it probably has been individual errors that's cost us in, in the games against Hamilton yep. and, and you know at St Johnston and things like that and, and giving away the goals that we have conceded so credit to, to the team I thought they were excellent I thought some players um, I thought young Moore was brilliant he came in well he did get man of the match from the um, the Premier Sports team yeah, no, I, th- I thought he was good, you know. I was critical of Moore against... Um, who, who, who were we playing a few weeks Kamarnak, ago? Right? It was Kamar- the Kamaran game, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought he was quite lightweight and he was he was easily out of the game, but I thought he was good. I seen yeah. him against Celtic, I think, um, not last season, but the, the season before that, yeah. towards the end of the season. I thought he was really good. Yeah. Um, I think since then he's been a bit hot and cold, but he's still a young player yeah. who's a winger. Yeah. And he'll he'll have games where he's in and out. I thought, um, thought Bosnic was... Was pretty was solid well. in the middle yeah, part. Yeah. Demur even as well. I thought yeah. apart from the kind of the handball nearly getting himself sent off and the, the penalty. Apart from that, I think he is one of these bomb scare type so players. Ban- like, it, it, we're obviously going to to banter teams later, but th- 
those were just banter moments. They, that, they, they were. Would only happen in Scottish football, and that's why we love it. That's why we love Scottish football, and that's why we love watching oh, Hearts. Yeah, absolutely. But but credit to probably the most banter centre half you'll find in Clevett Dickamona because I thought he was Fantastic. absolutely outstanding. He was, wasn't he? He was excellent. Oh, I think uh, and that that's bubble. the thing with Dickamona. I think sometimes he'll he will be a bomb scare. Yeah. But see, when he's good, he's brilliant. Of course, when the draw has been made mm-hmm. as well for the next round, and of course it's Hibernian who we obviously play in just a few days' time. What are your initial thoughts behind the draw? Um, um, I think it's a bit different to the previous time we've played Hibs because um, we've had really good teams going into those games. This one, I think there is decent players in that Hearts team, but I think they're too hot and cold at the moment to to know what Hearts team's going to turn up. Um, Hibs Hibs aren't a great side by any stretch of the imagination, Um, so I think it's one of these games that it could go absolutely either way. I think... Though the, um, the when you look at the draw, though I mean you had Celtic, Aberdeen, and Hibs. Celtic and Aberdeen are normally used to being at those ends of the those, those ends that end of the cup draw. The only team, the, the sort of lowest ranked team you could play was Hibs, so you could argue it's a good draw. Yeah, a- absolutely. But obviously there'll be added emotion, things like that would be in a derby match. Yeah. So. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I would have liked Aberdeen, to be honest. I thought that would have been um, not, not, not an easier game, but, you know, probably somewhat less stressful playing Aberdeen at Hamden Park. Um, we'd probably take a bigger crowd than them, to be honest. But uh, Hamden will be absolutely packed on April 11th or 12th for that Derby game. Um, it is different, unlike the 4-0 and 5-1, which I was very confident in both of them, uh, in particular the 5-1. Uh, Hibs will be seen this as an opportunity, though, to, to you know, right some wrongs for their two games. Um, I think that they, they'll certainly have you know a big eye on it. They, they they'll see this as another opportunity to get to the final. Um, I'm very nervous about it. I, I think Hearts may. T- I don't know why. I just this, like yesterday, for example. You know, yesterday in the other Rangers game back in January, the win at Easter Road. There's like one-off occasions Hearts can somewhat rise to the challenge with this well, team. But if you, if you look at the cup yeah. games that we've played. I mean, obviously, Ranger, losing to Rangers at the semi-final, but we beat Aberdeen. We've we've already beaten mm. Rangers, Motherwell. These yeah. these are good teams sure. this yeah. season. And, mm-hmm. you know, this Hearts team have got it in them on the big occasion to go and get big results. Yeah, they do. Um, it'll just be, you know, the, the, the Hibs game. <laughs> I'm sort of, I don't know why, but I'm just kind of, I'm really sort of nervous about it. Just um, not, not tomorrow's one, actually. I think that one will take care of itself, but you know, I think the the, the semi final Hibs will just be viewing it as a big opportunity to try and get one over us after the two humiliations we've uh, we've put on them uh, with twice within what twelve years or something like that. So uh, yeah, you never know though. But um, I think Hearts do go into this game as underdogs, unlike the last two um, derbies with them at Hamden. So um, hopefully we can turn up and get to the final. Don't don't Hearts so revel as underdogs going into these games. Not derby matches though. Um, yeah, I, I, I get what Spencer's saying in terms of they they will definitely be viewing it as revenge, but the, there is a lot a lot of pressure on them because you know if they go to Hamden again and Hearts turn them over again. That's that's what I mean. Uh, it's, it's you know this, it, this is all about Hibs redemption. This is yeah. nothing about you know five one is something that we hope will never be repeated. I don't think it yeah. will ever be repeated yeah. in a final. Even if they somehow do win this game. If they somehow do win this game, that is not redemption. For a 5-1 cup final defeat. Come on, it's not. No, no, I, I agree completely. But I think the fact that um, 
the, the fact that we've had them totally on toast at, at Hamden, I think you don't want to lose that, the, the bragging rights almost. I think that's the, the big thing that's kind of, you know, basically it's got sort of, our kind of backs up a little bit about it. Um, listen, it's, good, it's a massive occasion. I'll be honest with you though, and I don't know how many people would agree, but I would rather get relegated than lose that game. Yeah, I was going to say exactly the same thing. I, I, this is like the worst possible scenario. Hibs beating us at Hamden. I just don't. Uh, I just, you know, I, I I just don't want it to happen. You know, I was talking about this a few months ago. Um, it just seems like one of the disastrous situations totally. if, if they beat us at Hamden Park. So I do not want that to happen under any circumstances. No, and and you know what? It's almost a kind of. Uh, uh, you know, you look back at the the result, the the Nielsen game when mm-hmm. when we drew two two, and, and it almost kind of flipped. And Hibs have had yeah. Hibs have had a pretty good few years yeah, yeah. since then. We've had a pretty through crap years. Although we've had the odd good result and things like that through it. Yeah, but overall, yeah. it's it's been pretty pish watching yeah, yeah. Hearts That's when through the, the last completely turned This it, this semi final gives Hearts the opportunity to completely reverse that again. Bring the momentum back towards this football club again. Get to the cup final. Who knows what happens. You know what I mean? Got to be in it Who to knows? Win it, I mean, yeah. well, exactly, because I mean, you look at this team now. You could argue it is a better team than was in the, the Scottish yeah, Cup no, final certainly. last season. I mean, we've, we've got we've got two players, and hopefully Naismith's fit. Um, if we do get to the cup final, you've got two players that can that can actually mm-hmm. score goals. Yeah, yeah and, know, and Liam Boyce. That's, yeah. that's what I mean. You would hopefully have a, a fit Uchi as well, yeah, maybe yeah, come that's on. What I mean to come on. And you know, at Washington. Well, mean, Washington as well, who was excellent. Yeah, four really, really good. Good quality strikers yeah. for this this level. Well, you you think if you had had even two of them in the Scottish Cup final last season, it gives you much more options yeah. because we only had Stevie McLean up there. And we still gave Celtic a game. More than a game, absolutely. I thought Hearts were so unlucky not to take it to extra time. It was their nine million pound striker that was the difference on the day. That and, and a shocking penalty decision. Um, I think the difference this time though is like we say is we've, we've got the, the the firepower there to potentially take on Celtic if it is in the cup final. But the, the the big thing for me is is trying to get Peter Hannon back fit again. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm not saying he'll be back for that. He probably won't. But if you yeah. can get him in there and and Toby uh, Sibic as well, yeah, yeah, Toby, if you can yeah. add these guys into Hearts midfield, then I I would be I'd, I feel feel more confident because I think Hibbs midfield wise, you know, if you're giving guys like Alan Mallon mm. space to kind of pick passes and things like that, then it'll become a difficult afternoon. Is there any chance though that it's not Celtic in the final if we get there? Listen, I mean, it, this it's the semi-final. Yeah, that's what, it's I, mean. A semi-final. That's what, that's what I mean. It's and Aberdeen, surely, Aberdeen. are due a result against them yes, at Hamden. They've played point. them so many times. Yep. It's almost the Hearts Rangers scenario when um, we used to always play Rangers in these semi-finals and, and finals, and then eventually you go and beat them. And I think Aberdeen again, you know, if Celtic play the way they did today against St Johnston, and Aberdeen are at their, you know, their absolute maximum, then they've got every chance of getting a result against Celtic in a one-off semi-final you know they yep. could take it extra time and get penalties yep. you never know you know cup football's weird so it could be Hearts Aberdeen um, but the, the the most important thing for us is to, to win the semi-final win whoever it is yep. you know whoever you, it is at least you're there yeah 100% I know we've talked a lot about Hibs um, we're going to talk about them even more um, obsessed Derby <laughs> yes we we're not um, but the um, the Derby obviously massive game Back to league business, we have to continue to keep the momentum and pick up more points. Well, I hope I hope we we set up similar to how we did on Saturday and, and go with the two banks of four, and we don't try and kind of you know press too high because I think that I watched Inverness against Hibs um, on Friday there, 
and they almost tried that kind of sort of way, pressing Hibs high up, and Hibs got in behind quite a lot. Allen was picking passes here and there, and Doyage as well. You know, the the guy's a finisher. Um, I wouldn't, you know, it was different for the Rangers game there. Rangers didn't get in behind Hearts too often, and the one time they did, it was a pretty poor finish from Kent. Um, so I think Hearts have got to go with that sort of formation. I think that suits Hearts. If you want to go four four two and you want to go the way either Naismith and, and put Boyce in there and maybe bring Washington on, or you might want to play him maybe wide instead of Moore. I don't know, but the good thing is we go there with options. Um, we've came off the back of a good win. They've came off the back of a good win as well. So it should be a, a pretty entertaining derby, I think. You know, two teams slugging it out. I think in the end, both will probably cancel each other out, and I think a draw will probably... Uh, which I think wouldn't be the worst result in the world for us, providing we go and beat Motherwell. Um, but I can just, I can kind of just see maybe both teams cancelling each other out, because I don't think there's an awful lot between them. Yeah, I mean, Inverness had a lot of chances on the game on Friday night. I mean, they could easily have been you know, 1-0 up if it wasn't for a great save from Marciano. Yeah, that and yeah. the hit post as well, didn't yeah. they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, obviously when Hibs went 2-0 up with about 20 minutes to go, that sort of finished it, but um, Inverness were very much in that game. I think Hearts can hurt Hibs um, if we if we play to our strengths. I think uh, hopefully Boyce is fit. I'd actually... Should he will be. Yeah, I'd, I'd, like, I'd like to have him up front. Uh, I think that's maybe why he didn't actually start yet yeah, yeah. on Saturday. We need to go a bit, not, not not so much route one, but I think if it, if it comes down to a midfield battle, they'll, they'll probably win. So we need to sort of bypass the Hibs midfield as quick as possible, I think. Uh, get get the ball uh, up front. Uh, I'd probably start Washington as well. I don't see why we couldn't go there with two up front. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I feel indifferent about this game. It, it's a fixture recently that the away side's favoured. Obviously, Hibs are unbeaten in three at Tiny, and we're unbeaten at three at Easter Road, going for four undefeated. So, um... The home side hasn't done too great in this fixture the last couple of seasons. Um, yeah, I fancy a draw as well. I don't. I don't think we'll lose. I think. Um, I think they'll. I think I could see it being one-one. I don't think it'll be nil-nil. I don't think we're. Uh, I mean, we had a good defensive display there, but that, that was sort of a, a one-off in, in comparison yeah, to, to that, more that recently. Game was a, yeah, that was a. So I can see both teams scoring. Game. So I'd, I'd go for one-one <clears> on Tuesday night. Yeah, I, I think I think one-one's probably. Up. You know, you, you find as well, derbies, it's very, very rarely you'll go through a season without a draw in, in this fixture. Um, both sides have, have won a piece. I, I, listen, I'd love to see Hearts turn up there and beat them, but I just think I, I just think they will both cancel each other out. I just think Hibs are in decent form. Hearts are a bit indifferent, but coming off that, that good result... Um, the, the, the thing is, we've got to go there and, and be confident about what we're doing. Believe. Yeah, <clears throat> S- similar so to win. the performance that we had against Rangers the weekend yeah. there. You know, you can't let any nerve uh, come into the game. Yeah. Um, we've seen that in the, I thought, the, the two previous derbies. I thought you've seen Hearts were completely nervous. Hibs yeah. capitalised on that. Where the, the opposite was the, the game before that Easter Road when Hearts came back and won 2-1. But Hearts have nothing to lose going to Easter Road. Um... No, I, I don't know about that, Ross, mm. because at the end of the day, you know, you want to build momentum, um, well, because of where we are in the league, we're, we're desperate for points, but not yeah. only that, is you want to get a, a decent result in there, because you don't want to go in, into the semi-final on the back of two derby defeats, Re- realistically, you know, because that gives them a slight edge. Yeah. You look at the, the cup final, for example, when we played Hibs the last time, we went into that game on the back of three straight derby wins, I think we were unbeaten in ten or something like that. It was four straight, well, four straight wins in, um, well, three that season though, wasn't it? Yeah, um, and it was the same with the four 0 semi as well. We had we had beat them four one at Tynecastle not long ago. So I just think these things 
they, they help enormously psychologically, psychologically yeah. in derby games because a lot of that that's what it's about yeah. you know because skill and quality sometimes just go completely the window and it just comes to who wants to win it the most um, but the good thing is we have got players in there that have previously won things and you can clearly see they're, they're um, buying in to what Stendhal has his approach to the game yeah I mean I think I think Saturday showed that Stendhal isn't stupid yeah. um, he's not I mean despite what people believe he's not going into the, these games and thinking right this is the way I want to play all the time you know yeah. we're going to have our two set and a half stand on the halfway line because I just want to press all the time he, he, he set hearts up where he almost gazumped Gerrard because he, he, he didn't really kind of see that coming um, and Gerrard didn't even change it during the game I thought Hearts. I thought they got their, their tactics absolutely spot on, and they set up differently than they did the last time they played Rangers, which again mm-hmm. shows you that he can adapt. So after the derby, then another very important game. So we need to keep picking up points against Motherwell, a team not really in good form. I mean, they're getting results sometimes, and other times they they sort of lose games. I mean, they lost to St Mirren last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in the, the cup as and well. The cup yeah. As well, yeah. Um, yeah, their their seasons went off the rails a little bit. If you, if you read some of their comments and things like that, uh, they're not really happy. Um, I mean, third place is really up for grabs. So you know, I'll, yeah. I'll, I mean, I don't know what their form. I mean, how many wins have they had recently? I mean, I mean, I think it does, it's, does it's seem like they're in free it, fall, doesn't it's it? It's one of the low, it's one of the lowest points totals for mm. third place in a while. Mm. Um, this because you've now got f- well, it, it looked like it was a two horse race mm-hmm. for third, yeah. Aberdeen or Motherwell. But because they've been so so yeah. bad, Livingston and Hibs, Livingston yeah. and Hibs have actually caught up. So now you've basically got a four horse race, yeah. and it's about these usual situations. Mm-hmm. It's about who feels the pressure the most. Yeah. But it's probably because most teams in the league are mm-hmm. so similar. Yeah. There's only what I think fifteen or sixteen points between tenth right, yeah. and third. Yeah, well, Motherwell are still having a good season. I, I didn't expect them to be in the top six. I mean. I expected Hearts to be in the top six. That shows you what, what I know. I think loyalty Spencer, yeah, that's what that is. Um, so, I mean, what, are they sitting fourth at the moment? Or are they third? Or... I think they're third. Oh, so they're still doing, they're still there. I mean, they're still doing well enough. I mean, you know, there's only 10 I mean, games I don't left. Really look, I don't really look at no, the top, top half of the I've, table I've right now. I've, well, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I look right at the bottom six. So, I mean, it'll still be a difficult game. We've lost both games against them this season. Um weren't our worst performances. I thought we were actually unlucky and... Certainly the 3-2 defeat at Tynecastle, I thought you know, there was things, I mean, that just sort of summed up Levine's sort of error, That's really. Few, I think, yeah, yeah. I, think, I think people lost their head when after that game, there was protests, <laughs> but we were actually unlucky. To, I remember Sean Clare making a disastrous mistake um, he did. in, in he that did, game. Yeah. And then the 1-0 defeat at Far Park, um, it was just a typical loss to McPhee, temporary performance, but it wasn't the worst. I remember the second half, we had some chances that we could have sneaked a draw. Um but yeah, I, I don't know. I, it's a game Hearts need to win. Time is running out. There's only 10 or 11 games, games left. So that's why Tuesday night we need to get a result, at yeah. least a draw, a point yeah. on the board because the games are going ideally away. Ideally, you want to try and pick up four points from the two games. Yeah, mi- minimum. Minimum, uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, would it just not be typical Hearts to go and beat Hibs and then lose at home to Motherwell? Yeah, it's massive. I, I think the big thing for us, though, is just take it a, a game at a time. We don't, sort of think too far ahead yeah, I think yeah. previously we had maybe struggled with that yep. um, and I think that's maybe what had kind of got in Stendhal's head a little bit I think if we just analyse our opponents yep. do, do what we need to do to get to get as many points as we possibly can and we should be okay but I mean the, the, the big one 
well, like you say, I mean, you, I suppose you, you can factor St Mirren into it because that's ne- next Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll really, talk about that. Next yeah. Week, so sure. I mean, really, you you've got three games now, two away from home and one at home. Um, they're all really must win. Well, Ideally. yeah, uh, you you want nine points, yeah. but if you could get, you know, uh, seven, mm-hmm. then you would take that because two of them are away from home. But at the same time, I suppose we're actually better on the road than we are at home at the moment. Um, listen, it's, it's, I never it's, thought you would say that. My heart's <laughs> I I know totally. Um, but yeah, it's just it's where you just don't know what Hearts team's going to turn up anymore. Yep. You you just can't tell because yep. they're such a weird weird team. Um, I mean, I actually wouldn't be shocked if we went won the cup and went still went down. Yep. I I just think you look at the results this season, you look at the performances yep. in certain games, and you think, well, how can you go and beat Rangers, right? A team Twice. in the last sixteen, Twice. last sixteen Europa League, right? I know you yep. take Morelos out yet and all that, right? But they've still got plenty of players yep. can go and hurt you. Yep. And well, Morelos wasn't playing against Braga, was he? And they still went over there and beat yeah. them one 0 yeah. And that was a team who'd beat Benfica and Porto and all that, yeah. you know. They went over there one one nil, but then they've came to Tynecastle twice yeah. and lost to Hearts. I mean, the, Scot- the Scottish media <coughs> do it did sort of up that Braga win um, a, a think, lot more. No, 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 no. I think it was a great saying, result. I'm saying it's a great result away from home in Europe. But what I'm saying to you is they, they made a lot of oh they've beaten Benfica and Porto, but Braga are, are fourth in the Portuguese league. Yeah, they're not. They're it's not winning the league. You know, they oh, made it sound as if Braga were some sort of world-beating team. No, I, I, you know, I do get that, but as well, fourth in a in a, a league that's basically Porto and Benfica and Portuguese people are probably moan like Scottish yeah. football fans moan, but that's the fact. I get that, but it's still, they're still a really good team, a very experienced team for internationals. To go anywhere away from home in Europe, keep a clean sheet, I totally and win with you. Is, is is a fantastic achievement. But you look at even the teams who beat in the group stages. They beat mm. Feyenoord, who I think um, drew with PSV Eindhoven today. They're third in the uh, yeah, yeah. in the Dutch league. Um, they beat FC Porto, who were in the Champions League last year, two yeah, 0 yeah. comfortably at home. You know that the Rangers are a good side. You know, um, yeah. and that take I'm not taking anything away from Hearts. No, no, I I, I, I get that, but I think the the main thing is you've got to kind of take that in the context. You think well, you can go and beat a team who's been places who a top and, yeah, yeah who you know I, I know their performances have been poor but I think a lot of that will go down to the, the performances of ours because yeah. it's not as if it's just a, a you know a one-off coincidence three games no, it's actually yeah. three games we've played yeah them, and we've not been beat at home and and we and it's not been like a lucky result they've de- deservedly got yeah. their the three, you know, the three results were yeah. deserved of course they were. I think I think Rangers were actually lucky to get a draw at 10 they, they were they 100% were um, so that that makes you think to yourself well how can you go and t- turn up in these games? You know, like Motherwell away in the cup, like um, Hib- Hibs away, mm-hmm. um, even the the performance against Aberdeen in the cup, uh, the, the league cup, and uh, you know and that's what I mean. They, they they play in the big games, but they some somehow can't do it. You know, against the wee teams, it's like the old analogy. Yeah, it's like the old it's analogy very and the, they used to say in the Premier League, if you can't do it, at the Britannia on a, a cold Wednesday uh, night. Do you know what I mean? They, they can't do it at the Britannia on a cold Wednesday night. No, oh. no, t- t- totally. So the, the the most important thing for Hearts now is just take it a game at a time, do what you need to do because because they've shown that they can win games against good teams, and uh, and 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 keep fighting, keep battling, and then hopefully. We'll have a Scottish Cup in the cabinet, and we'll uh, we'll be in the Europa League and the Premiership next season. You're a dreamer. Um, <laughs> That's in this football. You've got to dream big, though. You've it's got football. To dream it's big. Hartmut in the NFC. Yeah. Str- strange things. This football <laughs> club this season in particular. 
very weird. People will write books about this this season if we do stay up. Oh, well, we've got crack. a documentary coming, so yeah, I mean, that'll yeah. just yeah, that's yeah. You know, that's prime so time I'm, stuff. I'm, I'm surprised we've not been contacted to be a part of it. To be honest, you know. Yeah, plug us in, guys. Um, we're going to continue with our banter. Eleven. Um, this week we're going to do the strikers. Um, there's lots and lots of banter strikers to pick from. Um, over the years, some great great players have played for Hearts but um, some really banterous players have also played for Hearts I'm going to throw a name out there John Sutton um, yeah the, 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 I th- you know I thought long and hard about John Sutton um, and you could, you could technically argue you can make plenty of plaudits for John Sutton to, to be in the banner 11 because the fact that he's Motherwell's top goal scorer comes to Hearts barely you know, yeah. can hit a barn door Leaves and then becomes Motherwell's top goal scorer again. Yeah, um, yeah he wasn't quite suited to be a Hearts player. Maybe he would have been alright if Jeffries had stayed. I think yeah. he might have, might have been fine there. Um, yeah, you make you make a good point though, Gordon. And the the other point that I was going to make about John Sutton was he obviously signed in twenty eleven um, under Jeffries. Mm-hmm. He left on loan. Um, went to Australia. Went to Australia on loan, and then we won the cup. Yeah. And then he comes back. It's almost a Ryan Stevenson yeah, yeah, type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's, he's so bad. H- H- do you and know what? Hibbs actually wanted him, though. Hibbs wanted to take him on loan. Um, Did they? Yeah, I, when, he, when Hearts were saying that they were going to loan him out, Hibbs were actually after him. They, 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 they wanted him. <laughs> well, there's another one. You know, he could have went to Hibbs and played us in the cup final. That was 5 1. Um, I think Vlad just said no. Yeah. And also, he got a six-month holiday in Australia, I suppose. Well, exactly. This is it. Um, I'm going to go for, though, um, Paul McCallum. <laughs> um, because he was just, you know... It was the fact that we were in administration. We were allowed to make one sign-in. Because, I, for the life of me, I can't remember who left. Um, and they said that... Who, who's it left uh, again? Was it not the... Um, was it one of the goal, sub-goalies? I don't know. Peter Enkelman or something, was it? Yes, yeah, that, that, that was it. Yeah, <laughs> so he, so he's left, and we said, "Well, listen, you know, we, you, can we make this the signing?" You know, so and and they, they agreed to it, and it was before we played Inverness in the the semi final. Oh, you know, but big kid here for West Ham. I think his only contribution. Sorry, no, it was Alan Combe. That's why he's so bitter towards us because he he's now at Hibs. It's a Hibs coach. Oh, the, <laughs> right, aye, okay, yeah, Alan Combe then. Um, aye, yeah. right enough. He was on the staff, yeah. and we got rid of him. <laughs> like he was a player coach, and we that relegation season, and we got rid of him so that we could bring in Paul McCallum. Paul McCallum, yeah. It was originally many people were saying it was going to be Scatchel, but that never happened. So we ended up going well, for Paul McCallum. Or well, something, H- so. Harsh tried to get Scatchel, but the um, the Dundee United chairman was on the SFA board at the time, oh, yeah, and yeah. he vetoed it, yeah. and he said nah So they could go and sign him. <laughs> um, oh, never liked that Thompson. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I think Paul McCallum's only contribution to the Hearts talk was making a challenge that stopped the ball going out for a throw-in. He then, of course, took his penalty, missed it, and we went out of the League Cup. Yeah, brutal player. Yeah, he 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 was. He was at West Ham. I'll never know. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was not great. The, the thing is, if we'd got to that League Cup final, we probably wouldn't won it. So really, mm-hmm. um, he he done us out of League Cup, Paul McCallum. Yeah, he did. But John Sutton also done us out of League Cup mm-hmm. with his miss. Right, with his miss. I have never seen a miss like this. You know, we're one up. Ryan Stevenson scores. Oh, everyone's hunky dory. We're going to mm-hmm. against two cups in a row. Having won the Scottish Cup, and um, it comes over to John Sutton. And how the hell did he yeah. miss? Yeah. 
I, I can see it now. Mm. I can actually see it in, in my mind mm. now. Mm. And oh, that's when I knew yeah. Hearts are not going to win the cup today. Mm. Yeah, it should have been. One thing I'd say, John Sutton helped us get a, a, a very good derby win, that 3-1 Easter Road in the, the January. Um, he It was 1-1. He comes on. He obviously gets two assists. So um, he, he somewhat changed that changed that game so I'll, I'll always give credit to John Sutton for a derby win at Easter Road you know you can't turn your nose up at that um, but Paul McCallum he was uh, useless I remember that relegation uh, derby when Billy King scored I mean um, <laughs> he, he just sort of ran alongside him I mean King could have cut it across to him and he could have like scored because it did seem a little bit risky to try and take it round him round Ben Williams but he did uh, but that Paul McCallum never asked for like a shout of that. Oh, I mean, no, he, 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 yeah, he? No. He, he could have been. He could have been remembered for scoring in a famous derby, you know, a relegation yeah. derby. But yeah. he didn't. It seemed like he didn't want it. So yeah, he was useless. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love, I love that. Yeah. So so he wasn't trusted to even score a tap in Paul McCallum. Yeah, well, do you know <laughs> what? It almost, it, almost, it almost reminds me of when we played Rangers at home. Um, I think it was like two thousand and nine or ten or something it was under Lazlo and we bought that David Witteveen oh, and aye. I but he was sure on goal right I'm, I'm not kidding you he was one on one with the keeper Alan McGregor this was to put Hearts 2-0 up against 10 men Rangers and for some reason he decided he thought somebody was like running next to him so he went to like pass it and the whole like there was just nobody there where he could have took a shot at goal I just I just have visions of Paul McCallum getting that ball and just flying over the bar Hibs taking the goal kept equalising and us getting relegated. <laughs> and, uh, that would be any more banter than that. History, yeah. I know, I know. So he could have got us relegated that day, and he dumped, he dumped us out a cup. Totally. Yeah. yeah. So brutal. I, I think we've we've got to put him in. We've got to put Paul McCallum in <laughs> with that logic. I mean, John Sutton. There is still a debate. Um, another another person, El Hassanui, for me. Yeah, El Hassanui was. Uh, I think he was quite unlucky with injuries, though, and he was, he was in a Hearts team that were scoring plenty of goals from everywhere, yeah. really, and he wasn't quite. You know, he didn't quite get a run in the team where yeah. he could um, he could score enough goals, and, and I think he was a bit unlucky. It's difficult to say whether or not he would he would have been good or not. To be honest yeah. with you, I mean, he was quite a athletic type player. Mm-hmm. Um, my my kind of second choice would be. I think it's just it's got to be Connor Salmon. Yeah, Connor. You were talking a few weeks ago um, to me privately about Connor Salmon. We were talking about this, and I think it was Burkakana. Yeah, the game. He got man of the match, and then was booed, and then was booed at the end. <laughs> I mean, I just that's peak heart, isn't oh, it? I just don't it think the fans, heart. the fans were in a bad mood going in that campaign, then, as then, we all know. Um, yeah. I just think the signings that because I, I st- it still annoys me about, <coughs> about that Hearts team, and I will I'll, I'll go on about this until my dying day. You think to yourself, right, okay, we could have won the Scottish Cup and we could have, we should probably should have finished second, right? Yeah. Okay, we're only maybe like three quality players away from being a, a really good side and actually ten. challenging for the league because Celtic were a poor team at that point. Instead, we're going to sign Tom, Dick and Harry. One of them is jo- um, Connor Salmon. Tony Watt as well. Why do you think Connor Salmon would come in and be a good signing? I know, especially I as a team, never know. Especially as a team that was trying to play... You know, like a sort of passing no. game under Robbie Nielsen. I kind of thought that's a bit strange a signing totally. Connor Salmon. He's Very brutal strange. as well. I mean, um, so. I just, I, do you know, he actually scored against Burkhardt, didn't he? I think he, he, he scored did, yeah. a header there. Yeah. Um, but but by this point we were out, you know, and he yeah. just, I, I even his game, even the game against um, 
the fire the fireman team that we played uh, first time. The <laughs> what, 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 Infinite Talent, they, yeah, Infinite Talent. Uh, they, they just, yeah, they were you know, dying. he was, he was brutal that day, and oh, and you just yeah. thought, Christ, is, is this our, is this our strike yeah, partner? Saying Juan Ma Delgado and blinking Connor Salmon. I quite like Juan Ma. So that, so that. I think Juan Ma should have stayed. Listen, Connor Salmon should have been the one on the, yeah, the, the, the plane to yeah. Japan. No, no blinking yeah. Juan Ma. It's mine when Juan Ma scored the opening day against St Johnston. Johnston. Ah, he's good finish. I mean, yeah. I mean, John Sutton scored that day for St Johnston. Oh, he did. Uh, yeah, scored, scored. He also scored a double against Dundee in the following week, didn't he? Wanma. Wanma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked Wanma. I thought, yes, top goal scorer, yeah. here we go. Yeah. 20 to 1, I lumped a tenner on it. Wasn't to be. Scored though. 9. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we only played in the summer months. That's the only when, when it was the warm weather. Yeah. He would only turn up then. Warm weather, true. It was like, that was it. Oh, no, it was like, you know, he started off the season really well, then he had his dip. He, he barely yeah. could, Freezing could cold. Score. And then suddenly, I think we got to like end of March, start of April, and he, he went on a goal scoring run, yeah. scored that double against Aberdeen at home yeah. and things like that. You just thought, oh, Christ. But oh, uh, yeah, it was. Um, I think there's so many banner strikers that you I mean, could you could, pick. could you could you fit Janino Zifruk? I mean, he he'd probably get in the the good the good eleven. I think Janino Zifruk's got got a great chance to get in the good one. I yeah, he he's got a good chance to get the good you know. one. But I don't know. There's some banter about him. Oh, totally banter. You know that he's about what twenty stone, and he just you think he ended up scoring about twenty odd goals. Um, in fact, he only signed in January. You know, I'd, you don't really. You, there's no too many prolific heart strikers that you can think of. Certainly, over the last decade, there were anywhere as near as good as him with his goal scoring record. It was a different class. Yeah, I was convinced Abio Adouda was going to fire us on to like twenty goals. Yeah, um, but it wasn't. It wasn't to be. So, but he did score our last winner at Pitodri. That's right, but in a meaningless game though. Because yeah, but yeah, still, that, still, we've, we've not won at Pitodri yeah. since. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that was. We hadn't scored there until the three-two this season. Yeah, so that was a good <laughs> few years ago. But uh, yeah, I, I just didn't really. Very disappointed in him. I thought we were going to like fire on him um, because we just got rid of Osman So well, sold him, and then um, yeah, they had a sort of good reputation coming in as well. But mm. he just never kicked on, and uh, yeah, I, I thought we would have got second place with him firing in maybe fifteen, twenty goals, but wasn't to be. That's that. That's the sort of signing that they, they should have made in January, like a, t- a top class striker. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I kind of wish we had Isma that window. If we'd bought Isma in yeah, during yeah. that window, you, you, you know, he, he he would have been sound rather than what Dowda was. Because I mean, Dowda was undoubtedly a, a really good finisher. Because you look at some of the goals he did score. It was good player, um, yeah. against Ross County. I think midweek did he not score? He scored a couple, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he scored a really good goal against. Uh, I said, yeah, it was a cracking finish that one, uh, but he he was too lightweight I think for the Scottish game. I think that's that was yeah. his problem. He probably scores goals in one of these um, kind of slower paced uh, <laughs> type of leagues, you know, like your um, kind of Dubai league or something, you know, uh, they, they, these sort of like you know <laughs> divisions. Um, he yeah, he's you could you could absolutely have him in in your your banner team, but I just think Connor Salmon just for me, he spent three years at Hearts. Played maybe three games, yeah. And uh, during that time, he got booed, and then he got he got booed against Falk when we played Falk. Took, well. took him off. Because he's a wage thief. Simple yeah. as that. Yeah. But <laughs> you, do you know what though? He, he was put. He, he was probably earning four grand a week or whatever, <laughs> right? But he and he spent half. Well, no, but I but it's not that though. He spent most of his time on loan at Blinken, Motherwell, and Kilmarnock. Kilmarnock. Yeah. And they went. They were loan on someone else. Still, he was still registered as a Hearts player last season, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. He only we only officially released him, I think, in the summer there. Yeah. But he had spent most of like 
he, he spent that kind of first full season at Hearts, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Barely kind of played. And, oh, actually, I always remember Ian Cathro's first game against Partick Thistle. And <laughs> Cathro was bringing him on. <laughs> and he was like, everyone started booing the sub because he was bringing <laughs> Connor Salmon on. <laughs> That's when you just knew. Yeah. It was just going... Yeah, it's going down this well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, so many banter moments with Connor. I, I, I do. But then John Sutton. I just think John Sutton, because he, he did. He went on loan. Who scored and then more? 5 1. Who, who scored more goals, though? Connor Salmon or John Sutton? I think John Sutton scored about one goal. Ah, Sutton scored a few. Sutton scored three under Paolo, and then he scored eight under McGlynn, so that, that's, what, 11 in total? Mm. So Sutton got 11 goals and 50, 50 think, appearances for Hearts. I something. think just on that basis, I think maybe Salmon just gets the nod, and because he's bald. Nothing against bald men, but I just think bald strikers, it just doesn't work. Bald defenders, by all, by all means, but I just think baldy strikers, nah, not for me. Okay, so because Connor Salmon's bald... <laughs> You and and the fact that he had a song called Feed the Fish <laughs> and he will score. score. Come on. I mean, come on. I mean, see what you want about John Sutton, right? But, I mean, at least Feed he did the it. Fish and he will score. Yeah. Connor Salmon. Um, you, and because, you've got and, because, and because he's bald. And because he's bald, yeah. I, I, Spencer, you're a bald man. <laughs> what, what, what do you think? Uh, bald men have more testosterone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, yeah, yeah, and, and I shave mine actually. Yeah. Uh, I could grow it if I wanted to. That's another point. Uh, no, I couldn't. Uh, no, I, I was never a fan of Sam, and um, a kind of disappointing season, really, because you know, well, signing. Sorry, because you know, we, we signed him ahead of a European campaign, yeah. which you know there was talk about us getting to the group stages, and um, I don't Who's know. The man guess, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, who else did we sign that one though? There was Sam and Tony Watt, Watt and I don't know. Oh, but yeah, that, yeah, that's right. So I was yeah. very disappointed. Um, yeah, I'd have Connor Salmon in there. I didn't didn't rate him or like him or all. Very banterish about him there. So Paul McCallum and Connor Salmon mm. have been inducted into the yeah. Hearts Review Absolutely. banter team of the tents. A hundred percent. I forgot the uh, the defence. Did we have Raheris in there? Did we mention him? We no, maybe he can be a sub. That's fine. Uh, did we mention Fasco Rahiris? I, I, I can't remember. We did not. No. But I didn't. I didn't. Like, as much, he did sign for Hibs and then he became a hippie, which I found a bit weird. Um, he's just a very bitter man, I think, yeah, to be yeah, honest with you. Yeah. Um, he's not even worth talking about anyway. No. Let's just not talk about he's just, just Fasco. Yeah, there's, so. There's, so, there's so many strikers that you could go over. I think, um, just kind of off the top of my head... David Vanacek, you know, oh, from yeah. last season, you know, I mean, no, actually, could... actually, and we need to, we need to rewrite this though. David Vanacek, no, we we have to get him in. But I blame Levine for him though. No, because I do blame Levine for him a lot. We have though. to put him in because well, maybe in the bench no, because I'm that's sorry, where Levine I'm kept sorry. him for the majority hype, of the time. All that hype on I, his I, Instagram again, but that was down to Levine. But you've also got Craig Whiten as well that you could incorporate yeah. in there as well. Even even Michael and Goo. I mean, mm-hmm. come on, Michael and Goo. I mean, I liked Ngu, Yeah. but he was brutal. <laughs> yeah, I get, with Vanacek, I, I purely blame Craig Levine. And yeah, You don't take someone off, you know, half an hour into their debut and call them rubbish. I mean, that, that'll destroy their, you know, their, their mental frame of mind, really. But yeah. Vanacek, he, he wasn't awful. He wasn't the worst player that I've seen. Like, I remember there was a game at Hamilton where it was he took him off at half-time, nil-nil. He'd hit the bar. I mean, he should have scored, but he, he wasn't, like, awful. And... Yeah. Uh, 
yeah, I think we could have got more out of Vanacek if it was a different right. manager. To be honest, so are we? Are we? That, that, that was Levine just looking for a scapegoat, though. Yeah, and I think are I think we, he found it there. Are we? Right. Let's get to the nitty gritty. Are we inducting McCallum and Salmon? Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. I think I think it's got to be. Okay. I think I think I think definitely the bench though. That the bench is going to be interesting. Next week we're going to pick the manager. Um, no, the manager can be um, anyone that's managed the club. Let's just do it now. Let's just, let's just do the manager no, no, now. No, no, no. I'm going to give you a week to think. Well, I don't need a week. I know you don't need a week. You might need a week, though, because there is plenty options in there. Two or three? No, well, Maybe I mean, who, who There's a few co-managers there as well. Well, I mean, well, you, you, you go through the list. You've got, what, Sergio, 2012. You've got McGlynn, kind of 2013. Well, Jim Jeffries. Well, G- Jeffries as well. Jeffries yeah, right. wouldn't be there, though. Um, you've got McGlynn. You've got Locke. Potentially. You've got Locke. Uh, Nielsen. Nielsen won't. Cathro. Levine. Levine. And well, then then you've, but then you've got the interim managers as well. Can you put Stendhal in there as well? Well, he did manage did games in 2019. Yeah. Did he win Stendhal. any in 2019? I don't think he did, did he? No. <laughs> so, you know, there is plenty. Who are the interim potential. managers? Um, well, John Daly and Andy Kirk was one. You're just desperate to have John Daly in there, no, aren't you? No. I, I <laughs> are we not going to do a whole t- a co- coaching staff as well? Yeah? Honourable mention. Add, we'll we'll, we'll, just, yeah, we'll, we'll do an assistant manager one as well. Um, yeah. But, but, um, Garis Jankowski's in there. Oh yeah, I, I, yeah. I forgot about it. But was, was he, was he a, did he, did he take temporary charge when McGlynn got sacked? I think he left before McGlynn got sacked. Did he? No, he was there till the end of the season with Locke, so I don't know if they, they sat McGlynn and then just brought Locke in. But he, yeah, I think yeah, they did. Jankowskis was there to the end with Locke. But who, but who, to, well, what was what was the first game after McGlynn got sacked? Uh, was it not a, a Tuesday night against St Johnston? We won 2-0 and then it was the cup final. Or th- then it was the derby, then the cup final. Because I remember we lost like six in a row under McGlynn. Then he left after the St Mirren defeat. And then Locke won his first game. I think St Johnston at home. Then we drew with Hibs 0-0 and then it was the cup final. Yeah, but but did, did Darren Murray and, and Jankowskis not take charge of a game? No, I don't think so. I, th- I, think, no. I think they just no. got rid of McGlynn on the Sunday. They got rid of McGlynn and, they, and then they brought in Locke. Yeah. yeah. No, it was mid- midweek against St Mirren we got, we, no, no, we got beat. Because that was his yeah, last game. Yeah, because it was, but it was because they brought Locke initially in as interim man. All oh, right, okay. And then, and just gave then him the job, they yeah. gave him the job after because of the whole administration. I've, I've, I've just tried to black out those kind of days yeah. from yeah. my memory, if I'm being honest yeah. with you. But... There's plenty of options. There's quite a lot of interim managers. Well, we do a director of football managers. as well. Um, the director of football may well be the manager as well. A banter chairman as well. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I mean, it's a, it's a <laughs> tough choice because you've it's got Vladimir Romanov against Anne Budge. Or, or Sergei Fedotovic. <laughs> oh, or the administration years. Well, yeah, I mean, you could have Brian Jackson. Brian Jackson had yeah. a great record yeah. as, as Bra- Bra- yeah, chairman. Yeah, that's what I mean. Brian Jackson or Trevor Birch too. You know, we've got plenty options in the chairman. <laughs> <laughs> but we might not get there because we don't want to have a whole show about the banter chairman. <laughs> oh, well. well anyway. Uh, <laughs> that is the end of the show. So um, I'd like to thank you both for being a part of it. It was again. a pleasure. Um, and well, hopefully we get a win against Hibs and Motherwell, and then we'll be thinking about the top six. Anyway, <laughs> till next week. Goodbye.